Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Compassion with contemporary relevance. I am a psychotherapist. I can be your personal life coach and I can help you with your issues. There are no problems too small or too big. You can talk about anything. Speaker, columnist, radio TV host, and commentator. Carol the Coach brings messages of wellness and empowerment within reach of everyday people every day. Almost five years ago, I lost my soulmate in an accident. He was killed in a plane crash. Life just for me has seemed to stop. There are groups all over the city. I mean, I teach one. It is a specific way to start thinking so that you shift how you see the world, which then shifts your energy, and then you feel better and you actually see things differently. Carol the Coach, always available to at carolthecoach.com. Now I've got Russell on the line. I'm 47 years old. I'm a truck driver. I'm married. I have a wife in San Francisco. Okay. I haven't been home in six months. My thing is, I, I don't know if I have a sex addiction or what the problem is. Why do I want what I can't have? And as soon as I can have it, I don't want it anymore. You're right on target when you say, I don't know if I have a sexual addiction. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. And you know what? That's my specialty, Russell. So you're at the right place. Continue. I meet women online and, and I'm in a different part of the country. I, I travel all 48 states, so I love sex. I hear self-esteem issues. You never felt good enough and you didn't feel like you were getting what you should have then. And you're really reenacting that now. Do you want to change that about yourself? I got an interesting email. I got an interesting email, and I always do. You know, hi there, I'm Carol Jurgensen Sheets, and this is Sex Help with Carol the Coach. This show is about sexual addiction, and I am so happy to be with you tonight. You know, it is it is difficult at times because clearly one of the things that I know is that if you have a sexual addiction, you're unlikely to go to the average person to talk about it. Um, I just had a man call me this weekend. And what I knew to be true is that he had called on Saturday and he didn't leave a message. And I don't call back numbers that don't leave me a message. So the next day, the number was called again. And, of course, I could see it on my phone. Driving home from the lake, my professional judgment said, come on, Carol, it's Sunday. This is your time off. Don't answer the phone. The human side of me said, hmm. My gut says, this is a sex addict, and he's calling you, and he doesn't have the guts to leave a message. So I answer the phone, and sure enough, it's somebody who kind of blurts out, um, 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 I'm calling you about my sexual addiction, and um, 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 I'm not sure what to do. And he very clearly did not know what he was going to do to get some help and some treatment. You know, he was calling because he really felt like he didn't know who to turn to. And I was so glad that I did. I answered that call, and I told him 
that, you know, I was the only certified sexual addictions therapist in Indianapolis. And, and told him that I just did not want him going to anybody. Now, okay, so the next thing he says to me is, well, I'm on Medicaid. I don't have much money. All right, now most certified sexual addiction therapists understandably are in private practice. I take insurance, but I don't take Medicaid. So then I said to myself, okay, what are we going to do? Well, the beauty of this program is that I could refer him to at least getting to some SA and SAA groups. And that truly was the beautiful part of the work that we did. Because he didn't know there were any resources out there for him. So I asked him if he could scrape together $100, and he said yes, he could. And I said, you know, you're welcome to come see me for a consult, but i got to tell you, you might as well start with the 12 steps because they will help you to get sober, to find fellowship, and to find a structure that really is going to work with you. And he got that. And um, he was very appreciative. And then, you know, one of the things that I worry about is that I know that people with sexual addiction already think there's something really wrong with them and that someone is not going to want to spend the time and invest in them and trust that they can make things better. So I said, you know, why don't you try these meetings, and actually, if you tell me the meeting and the time that you're going to be attending, I can I can get somebody to meet you at the front door and walk in so that you don't have to go into that room by yourself. You can have a buddy right off the bat. Well, he was so appreciative. Um, and he said, yes, I would absolutely love that. So I gave him the assignment. I said, you know, get on our website which happens to be saa-indy.org, and find the meeting that you want to go to and then get back with me. One of the things I know when I work with clients is that I don't want to work harder than they do. So I truly wanted to know, you know, uh, that he was willing to do the work just as I would. And I know this man is going to do the work. So I'm going to hear from him. It may take a couple days, but he's going to say to me, okay, Carol, here's what I know to be true. Um, I want to go to the Tuesday night meeting at 730, and this is how I want to do it, and um, that's what I know. So I knew that I was the link for him, and I couldn't help but really feel good about the fact that he was going to get the help he needed, and it was going to be affordable, and that that was going to work for him. And, you know, maybe therapy's not quite affordable for some of you. Now, Patrick Karn says anybody can afford good therapy if they're really wanting to take their life to the next level. So I may have some listeners out there that goes, Dang, she really understands that I can't afford this stuff. But let me remind you of the 10 recovery tools you need to employ to get healthy. The first one being that you find yourself a good certified 
sexual addiction therapist. The second one being that you get yourself into a good group. Now, that's not a 12-step meeting. That is group therapy. The third one is that you start attending groups. For some men and women, that's 90 meetings in 90 days. For others, that may be three meetings a week. But you get a list going on, get yourself to as many meetings as you think will keep you sober, that will keep you recovered. And if you're one of those people that says, I do not know where to go or how to do it, you can always go to SA or SAA.org and it will take you to the you know, the national organization, which will then take you to your area. And if you don't have a meeting, there's still no excuse because you can do telephone meetings. Okay, then you need to find yourself a sponsor, whether it's through a telephone meeting or through um, face-to-face contact. Then you need to make calls to the fellowship. You need to talk with guys and women Um, If you're a man, you need to talk to the guys. If you're a woman, you need to talk to other women. And you need to create a fellowship so that you aren't alone and you've got a new healthy support system. And if that person isn't so healthy, and you know from time to time we certainly know that people can slip, they can relapse, and they cannot be healthy, then you need to find more people that are available to you. All right, so now I have just identified a certified sexual addictions therapist group therapy, 12-step fellowship meetings, the fellowship itself, a sponsor. That's five out of ten right there. Next, you need to do your journaling. You need to do your meditating or prayer. You need to do your recovery reading. You need to do your spiritual reading. And you need to have filters or any kind of structure that helps you stay on track. Now, right there is 10, but then we also ask you to participate in what we call outer outer circle behaviors, and those are the healthy behaviors. That might be date night with your wife. That might be attending a yoga group. That might be doing some woodworking. That might be exercising. And here's what I promise, and it's part of the promises. So when you work the program, it works for you, and you will be a better person than you started out before the sexual addiction. That's the promise. Now, I am soon to give a presentation called The Gifts of Sexual Addiction. And what we know is that no one can argue that we are sexually preoccupied as a nation when it comes to sex. Did you know that 72 million people visit Internet sites per month. And 18 to 24 million people report that they suffer from a sex addiction. Now, that's approximately 6 to 8% of the population. And that's just the people reporting it. So there you go. This is an epidemic, and you are participating in this radio show You're helping people by getting the information and then taking it to others. And I interview all the experts, and tonight I have a real expert who is joining us on the show. 
His name is Dr. Doug Wise. And we have an interesting background in that we are accredited by the same coaching school, one of the best in the country. And then, of course, I've gotten his tapes, I've gotten his workbooks, I've gotten his books, because this man has written about everything. He really is an expert in the field of sexual addiction. And then he has subcategories of expertise like sexual anorexia. So, Dr. Weiss, welcome Welcome to the Sex Help with Carol the Coach show. Well, Carol, thank you so much, and I'm really excited about getting into the topic tonight because, you know, looking at what you do, you help people, and I'm just looking forward to helping people, and then they help people. And so I just, I love that. I love that. I love that about recovery. I love that's who we are as a tribe, that we, once we receive help, we just kind of multiply it. It's kind of a phenomena. Well, and you really work hard at that because I happen to know here in Indianapolis, I'm the only certified sexual addictions therapist in the biggest city in Indiana, and I have three or four clients that are coaches for your program that help people with recovery Mm -hmm. and with sexual anorexia. So you do, you train people to get into recovery and then to develop expertise so that they can help others in their fellowship. So... You know, I don't know any other person like you that pays it forward in that respect and, you know, obviously endorses recovering people. So I so appreciate well, absolutely, because, on the show tonight. You know, I find, you know, Carol, I find a lot of people who, you know, they're 30, 40 years, 40 years old and they, they get in recovery and they have a life-changing experience, whether it's sex addiction, alcohol, drugs, and then, then they're told they've got to go to school for 12 years. Now, I have a mm-hmm. PhD. I'm a licensed psychologist, but I saw – the coaching movement as a way for recovering people to get forward in their in their life in recovery, and actually most of them make a good living at it. And so uh, I'm also the president of the American Association for Sex Addiction Therapy, which is ASAT, AASAT.org. And uh, we certify life coaches who go through the IPEC program like I have, like you have, because with those skills combined with the recovery experience and some really good knowledge on sexual addiction, I see people, um, uh, they do really good. I have a, I have a coach in uh, in supervision right now, and she's doing great. So um, I, I appreciate people who are trying to pour into others like that. So what would you like to talk about tonight? Well, first of all, I want to know, how did you get into the field? And then I'll just go from there. Well, probably like most of the people listening to you, um, mm-hmm. it's my story. You know, uh, I was conceived in adultery. I was put in foster homes. I was sexually abused. I was completely sexually addicted before I was in high school, you know, and uh, and then totally in high school and crazy. Um, had a spiritual encounter, but that didn't stop the sexual addiction. You know, uh, years later, uh, I started to work some of the principles of recovery and started to get sober. And then uh, I realized, you know, that, that this is a, an addiction. And, uh, you know, I've been sober now for, uh, let's see, 28 years. And I take a polygraph. I verify my sobriety. I'm not like blowing smokers. There's not one other leader in our field who takes a polygraph willingly on a regular basis, like we'll probably set ours up in another month or so, and to verify that I've not done any self-behavior, not looked at any pornography, not had any sexual behavior outside my marriage. Because I believe that, you know, because we do three-day and five-day intensives. You know know about our practice. People flying from all over the country and the world. And they need to know that the counselors in my office, which is about 10 of them, uh, they're all clean. You know, they're not telling you to do something that they're not living themselves because that kind of integrity, you know, uh, it's just important in the work we do. Well, and you mentioned something that's really important, and and I was just talking about the 10 recovery tools, that if you follow at least eight of them, 
you're more than likely going mm-hmm. to increase your success. And one of them I said was getting the kind of filters or putting together the infrastructure to help them be successful. And actually, polygraph tests are one of those things. When you know you're going to get a polygraph test, you're more likely not to fib, not to cheat, not to stretch yeah, the truth. And, well, and I when, use them all the time. Once you, once I was the first person in our field to ever use a polygraph. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I got shunned by a lot of people for probably about a decade. And now most people in the field are using them. But it's... Um, but it does destroy the secret world. I tell my clients, once you destroy the secret world, you destroy the very spine of your addiction. Because if, if you no longer believe that you have the power to keep a secret, addictions need secrecy and opportunity to be successful. So we can't get rid of opportunity. There's cell phones, there's pornography, there's the internet, there's services everywhere. But we can get rid of the um, secrecy. And once we get rid of secrecy, I can tell you, I've been doing this now for about 20, I don't know, 27, 20 years now, uh, counseling people with sexual addictions, specifically, like 90% of my caseload has always been sexual addiction and the spouses of sexual addiction and intimacy anorexics. And so what, um, you know, I can't tell you how many hundreds and hundreds of men said to me, and I'm talking about successful men, uh, men who are multimillionaires, men who are successful in business. And just the average Joe, even the college student said, Doug, if it wasn't for the polygraph, I wouldn't be sober because like, you know, sexual addiction robs you of spiritual, emotional, and moral maturity. So the men and women with sexual addiction, because there are female sex addicts, they think like 14 to 16 year old boys. And so it's wrong if mommy catches me. Well, the polygraph makes it, makes it that you're going to get caught. And so you don't want to play the game. It's game over. And you know, you see their lives turn around. You see how people uh, they become more mature and they become more successful in their careers and their marriage and as parents. I mean, recovery is a fantastic miracle to be a part of. Well, and I'll tell you what I really love. Not only does it help somebody be accountable, and so they, they're always second-guessing their temptations, their urges, and their cravings, but mm-hmm. it really does improve the relationship between an addict and his partner because mm-hmm. she doesn't believe that he's really telling the totally. truth. And I keep saying, look, we're going to do a polygraph in just four more weeks. You're going to know that mm-hmm. to be true. So relax a little bit. Let's look at what we can do to build the relationship. Then we'll take that, that polygraph test. And more often than not, it comes back true. The polygraph is not to bust right, somebody. Right. It's actually to build trust. It really does because, like, I've written more for Partners of Sex Sex. And actually, um, this is probably my first public announcement of this. Um, ASAP, the American Association for Sex Addiction Therapy, in about three weeks is releasing a partner's recovery training for coaches and for counselors to become certified street partners. That is my first official announcement of that. So on, on the Carol Sheet show, right? And so, well, that's but that's fantastic. so because there's there's it's about 30 hours of training. But one of the things we talk about is a polygraph and trust because um, I can't talk a lady who's been married for 20 or 30 or 40 years and the guy's been cheating on her or doing pornography or having all kinds of secrets and say, just trust those blue eyes again. Well, they're the same blue eyes that lie to her. But I can say, listen, let's do a polygraph, just like you suggested. And I'm glad the people in your area are lucky to have someone who knows what they're doing in the area uh, with sexual addiction, and they should go see you. But uh, the, I say, okay, I can't, I, I'm not going to talk to you about being married to this guy for the next 60 years, but let's talk about the next three months. Can you hang in for three months or two months or whatever she needs? And let's do a polygraph, and if he's clean, then decide because right now you've just been hit by a truck. You know you know no condition to be making major decisions. Take three months, take six months to heal. Let's measure him, 
And if he's successful and you're stronger, then you'll make the best decision for you and your family. You know, and women can go, okay, I can, I can do that. I can, I can buy into three months and give him that. And if you, and now if he's cheating and if he's contacting her, if he's going to that strip club, if he's doing his crazy stuff, then I'm out, doc. Okay, fair enough. You know, and the guy's yeah, just like, oh my gosh, I can't. yeah, he's like, yeah, and boundaries are good, right? And so the guy's like, oh gosh, thank you, Doctor Weiss, you bought me three months, you know, because he's right. thinking once once she knows everything, because the core belief, if you really knew me, you wouldn't love me. That's in the Final Freedom, our book on sexual addiction, and um, and he's like, okay, she knows everything now. She still loves me. She's still trying. And he, like you said, more than that, it's about ninety percent of the time, the guys are going to be good guys. They're going to start growing up, game over, and then they start maturing. Yeah, because I know, and you do too, that the men that we're talking about right now, they want to get healthy. They just aren't Mm -hmm. quite sure how to do it, and they need the accountability to help them do it. And, you know, you had said that this was pretty controversial and that you were the first person to use it in the country, to your knowledge. And even a month ago on our listserv, you know, there was a lot of um, speculation of whether polygraphs were really good. Now, truly, I have somebody that I 100% trust. He does a great yeah, job with that, my guys. Qualified. He, yeah, he will, he will get different questions to the questions that the wife mm-hmm. gives because he says, you know, that guy's going to fail that. I'd fail that. That's not a question that you can answer yes or no to. Right. So right. you got to get an expert. you got to get a CSAT who really understands what they're doing and um, I don't know if you find other people besides CSATs that understand sexual addiction here in the Midwest. I don't, so I really. There, well, there's a there, there's a there's a handful of sexual recovery therapists, and that's the uh, R training, which is like 47 DVDs, 200 academic references, um, okay. and uh, do supervision with me. So there's basically those two camps: there's a sexual recovery therapist, and then, the, then there's the CSATs, and and both want to help people with sexual addiction. Our model is a little different because, like, we have the six types of sex addicts, and we kind of go and our, our um, assessment approach is different. Um, and the polygraph is definitely a unique thing that we brought to the field. But um, you know, we're just all on the same team. I don't really, I don't like to differentiate too much on that. If someone specializes in sexual, addiction, but you know what's funny, uh, Carol, and, and you can you can have your audience. Do do test me on this. Okay. Google Google sex addiction treatment or sex addiction help in their city. So if they're in Atlanta, sex addiction help Atlanta, Philadelphia, uh, doesn't matter, Miami. And go through the first maybe 25 or 30 people who say they treat sexual addiction and see if they have any certification at all. Uh-huh. 90% of the people who 90% of the people I had I had someone on my staff do this several times. 90% of the people who say they treat sex addiction have no certification. And and that's really dangerous. And so uh, make sure, you know, you, you have an intelligent audience, so they would make sure the person's certified. But make sure they're certified in sexual addiction because, you know, you've heard horror stories about, well, just have more sex with them, honey, you know, stop it, right? Well, that's, sex right. isn't even the problem, you know? <laughs> it's not even the problem. So, so that that's a very, a very important. Because, again, I had heard about Heart to Heart, oh, gosh, eight years ago before I even got certified. I think I got certified seven years ago. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your counseling agency. Let's talk a little bit about your certification program so that sure. people will know that they can contact you. Absolutely. Well, let's let's do this as we kind of talked about the certification. Let's do that one first. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm the president of the American Association for Sex Addiction Therapy. It's AASAT.org. And okay. it's 
four, it's 47 DVDs because in the, there was only one training out there, and that's the training that you have, and that's a, it's a great training. But you, you had to spend a lot of money and time. Okay, I think it was like probably cost you fifteen ten thousand hours. <laughs> yeah, and so, but also, how much money did you lose by not practicing? Right. That's another thirty to fifty thousand dollars. So when I, when I when I looked at that, I said, you know what? Most people can't afford seventy thousand dollars to be trained. And so what we did is I I got in front of me. First of all, I researched for six months. I did all this academic research. It actually was a master's level class at the University of Colorado. I was an adjunct professor and then put this thing together. And there's over 200 academic references, so it's not just Doug spouting what recovery is about. It's 200 academic references. Most of the people you would know, their names and quotes and all that kind of stuff. And we put it together in 47 DVDs. It was first 45, but then I had in supervision, the counselors were saying, hey, we need to tape on this. We need to tape on this. So it's probably going to keep growing as uh, I have really bright people who are taking the course. And, um, and so they, you can watch it at home. You don't have to quit your practice or your job. Okay, you can watch them at home, fill out these worksheets, and then you do six months of supervision with me. And what's unique about our supervision is this. We're going to do the clinical caseloads. We're going to talk about the six types of sex acts. We're going to help you with the assessment, how to do that kind of stuff. But then we're also going to teach you how to market your practice. I mean, I'm one of the few people who has a huge practice. I mean, you know, seven-digit practice. So I have 10 counselors in my office. They're all independent counselors. And I know how to help a counselor go from zero to $100,000 the first year and help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? As opposed mm-hmm. to inpatient people telling you how to send them to you. I, don't, I, want them to, I want every counselor to have a very successful practice like you do and yeah, having do. people surrounding them. Because you and I know it's not 6 or 8% of the people. Okay, it's no, a plague. It's way worse than that. It's a plague. And there's women who've been in tears for decades, crying for help. And when they go looking, unless they find someone like you, there's, I mean, there's probably where you live, like where I live, there's 1,200 therapists in my city. Now, because I'm here, there's an abnormal amount of people who specialize in sexual addiction because I train most of them. But in most cities of that size, there's only one, one or two therapists who actually specialize in addiction, sexual addiction. So that's sure. that. That's the training. And so, and then we also offer the partners recovery training, which will be out. It'll be up on the website in about two and a half weeks because uh, it's at edit. All, all, it's all edited, but it'll be uh, going to the printers here in about a week. So we're really excited about that. Now the counseling center. And um, I would encourage if they want to, uh, they can go to sexaddict.com, S-E-X-A-D-D-I-C-T. Make sure okay. they don't add any letters. It's just sexaddict. Or just use my name, Dr. Doug Weiss.com. Okay. And I've written almost over 50 books, and most of them in the field of sexual addiction for adult children of sex addicts, for female sex addicts, sex addicts, male sex addicts, partners of sex addicts, workbooks, 12-step books, DVDs, oh, helping her heal. That's a great DVD. If you're listening to me and you're a woman and you feel like your husband doesn't get it, helping her heal. I've had hundreds of men tell me that's changed their lives to really understand what they've done to their life. But what we offer is if there's if there's a per, person listening, whether they're in the Philippines or they're in Florida or they're in California, we have counselors who do telephone counseling. We have phone groups. We have about 30 or 40 phone groups. So men can be in male groups. Females can be in female sex act groups. Partners can be in partners groups. Intimacy and erectus can be in their groups. And married and lone uh, spouses of intimacy and erectus can be in their groups. So we have all that. And then we do three-day and five-day intensives in our office where people fly in and they work with either myself or someone trained by me. And it's not where they're like in a room getting education all day. It's individual sessions. So it's a couple session, a his session, and a her session every day. And then they do DVDs, they do groups, 
uh, while they're here, and uh, we get a lot done. And because of our assessment approach of the six types, which we should probably cover, it really helps people kind of identify their problem and their strategies in this first session. Okay, let's talk about those six types because Patrick Carnes has 10. He says at any point he's coming out with 20. So let's hear about your six. What are the six types? Okay. Now, these, are, these aren't categories. These are, these are types of sex addicts. And so uh, I'll go through them kind of in order. The first one is okay. the, biological sex, the sex addict. biological sex addict. This is the person we know through um, uh, sex in the brain research that when you have an orgasm, you get the endorphins and caffeine and other chemicals, hits the uh, prefrontal cortex, and boom, you get this big chemical rush. Anybody who's had sex knows that. But whatever you look at is what you attach to, real or imaginary. And so some people are basically the, like the monkey pushing the cocaine button, attaching themselves to object relationship sex. And that's why they, they are addicted to that type of um, sexual relationship. Now that person, if they're purely biological, has no sexual abuse, no trauma, mommy and daddy love them, all that kind of stuff. But most of what we're going to talk about, someone who walk into your office or my office would be two or three of any of these types. So biological, the psychological, that's the person who's Okay, hold on for one more second. You talked about object relations. And so when for our listening audience, we do have clinicians that listen to the show, but for the normal listener, object relations means the kind of relationships you had in your childhood. And what you're saying is they may be damaged. And if they're damaged, they're more prone to sexual addiction. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm also talking about like instead of having relational sexual training, they have object uh-huh. sexual training. And so they, when, they, when their brain actually thinks sex, it thinks go into disassociated state and fantasize about something that doesn't exist and have a sexual encounter that's all about you. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and that, re, that neurological reinforcement, that chemical reward, doing that thousands of times can make you a sex addict all by itself. And so that's the biological, right? And, and when we do the assessment, we go through masturbation history and we get a clear idea if they got a biological component. Most do. Then there's the psychological. A psychological sex act is a person who's been abandoned. 80% have emotional abuse issues, abandonment, neglect, um, that kind of stuff going on, divorce, being adopted, those kind of issues that have to deal with more like the soul area. And what happens is the soul being in pain like a toothache it demands medicine, and then they find sex at an earlier age before they do cocaine or alcohol, and they begin the biological process. And so those two work really well together, psychological pain and biological reinforcement. The third is a spiritual sex addict, and this is a spiritual base. This is a person looking for God in the wrong places. Now, not too many of these people walk in my office because they have some kind of encounter like either St. Augustine or Malcolm X or uh, uh, they have a, a God experience regardless of what format that shows up in, and they're done because they were filling a spiritual void with sex, and when that fills, they're good. Now, number, let's see, four would be um, the person who is a sexual abuse um, sex addict. This person, um, and this is unique, because some people who've been sexually abused are not, their sex addiction is not based on their sexual abuse. Like mine, I was sexually abused by a man, but I never had a homosexual encounter in my addiction at one time. But some people, but some people, they're, sexual abuse becomes the template in which they reenact their sexuality and they become addicted to exactly that same format of sexuality, whether they play the role of the perpetrator or the role of the victim. Okay. Right. And certainly my listeners know about that because that sexual trauma reenactment is very common. That's huge. Very huge. I mean, I can tell you story after story and you could too. Now, number five is going to be new to your audience. 
okay, because the, the CSAT model does not address this particular issue. Um, okay. And Pat and myself and a few other people were in the room in 1990 or 92 in Dallas. And we were talking about the, the person who has uh, what, what, what Pat was calling sexual anorexia. And I walked away from that meeting thinking, you know, I have a lot of guys who, who, who are sex addicts who they're more intimacy anorexics. They don't mind having sex but when they have sex. They're disconnected from their spouse. They're not present. It's not about intimacy. But they have all these other characteristics that are I want to go over with you real quickly. And this can help your audience a lot because sometimes, hey, we got, you know, he's sober from sex addiction or alcohol or drugs, but our marriage still stinks. I still, I still feel married and alone. I still feel like I'm not part of their world. And so I'll go through these really quickly, and hopefully your audience can, you know, replay your show and go back and forth. Or they can just go to intimacyanorexia.com, and the, char- the characteristics are right there if they want to pull it up on their computer or on their cell phone. But, Perfect. So, so here's the – I'll give you ten keywords. The first keyword is busy. Staying so busy they have no time – for the spouse, they have time to volunteer, they have time to have hobbies, but they have no time for you. Uh, mm-hmm. The next one is also, uh, the second one is blame. Blaming your spouse for all the problems in the marriage. It's your fault that, and it goes on and on and on. They don't take responsibility real well. Um, love. Limits are withholding love from their spouse, especially the way they want to be loved. If they want to be touched, the anorexic won't touch them. If they want gifts, they won't buy them anything. If they want time, they avoid them. So really, it's kind of that five and, and, languages of love thing. Yeah, it's kind of, but they know what they're doing. Okay, because uh-huh. because intimacy anorexic is the active withholding of spiritual, emotional, and uh, sexual intimacy from your spouse. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so love, praise, limiting or withholding praise, sex, limiting or withholding sex, are not being present during sex. Um, let's see, feelings, unwilling or unable to share their feelings with their spouse, um, anger or silence as a way to control in the relationship. Uh, ongoing or ungrounded criticism, so criticism is the key word. Controlling or shaming around money. And I would also say that if your spouse is complaining that they feel like roommates on a semi-regular basis a few times a year, like, what are we doing? I feel alone. We're not really connected. There's a real possibility intimacy anorexia is at the core. I actually have two intensives this week that have been in recovery from sexual addiction, but the intimacy anorexia is why they're in my office because they can't seem to get that piece figured out. And there's strategies for that. There's a whole workbooks and phone groups. There's a whole thing on that. And that's one of the things that, as a, uh, the ASAT, we really focus on that because about one-third of the people walking in your door have that. And so we see recovery not as um, one-dimensional, like treat the addict. We see recovery as treat the addict, treat the spouse, and treat the marriage all at the same time. And it sounds like you intuitively do that as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that's intimacy and erection. That's number five. And then the sixth type of sex addict is you've dealt with lots of time. It's the mood order slash sex addict. This is the guy with bipolar or woman, bipolar, uh, manic depression, uh, or or just regular depression, has a chemical imbalance, and is using sex as a way to keep their brain stimulated. And so each one of those has strategies and stuff like that. But you can see not every sex addict in the room is the same man or woman. But you get under the hood, it takes me about 12 minutes to do this, and there's actually a free, it's not free, but there's a test on our website um, that can tell somebody within about five or six minutes which type of sex act they are and what do they need to do to get started to get better. So it's a and model that's it really... free, but if, 
it, it's affordable. It's like nine dollars or something. Yeah, it's like nine dollars. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. so you can go in there and click yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and it'll spit you out. Yes, your biological, psychological, intimacy, and sex act. Exactly. Here's what you should do about it. And so it's it's really practical. And again, that's on the website intimacyanorexia.com. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that that one's probably on sex addict, S E X A D D I C T dot com. I'm not sure if the uh, six types test is okay. on intimacy anorexia. Got it. But okay. we we got lots of stuff. I mean, it's you know, if someone just gets into our stuff, they'll find it eventually. But um, you know, and seeing people, I know you've been working with sex addicts for many years. Seeing the other side when they get better is really that's the hope of recovery. You know, you're showing the hope and the strength. That's what it's really about. You know, when someone faces their addiction, they has the courage, and if their spouse is able to be strong enough to walk through the process, I mean, that's just beautiful to watch week after week. Well, you know, I had Patrick Carnes on my show about six weeks ago, and he said truly what he hopes that every addict who gets into recovery will do is that 12-step work where they make a difference in Mm -hmm. the life of somebody else who needs that. And, you know, you play it forward and pay it forward with your coaching school beautifully. I mean, you just find all sorts of ways for people to make a difference and get healthy. Well, they can all start a support group. Everybody, everyone listening to us can start a support group in their local community. Uh, we have over, well over 100 support groups in, the, in using our stuff. And um, anybody can do that. You don't, need, you don't need to be a coach or, or someone who's got some kind of counseling background. You've got to have the right material and love people. And if you can love people and put up with the phone calls and, and do the work, it's, it's fun. I mean, in our office, our, all support groups inside of our office are not run by counselors. They're run by people who are just recovering people because we believe in that well, model. And I love that. And at the same time, you know, obviously you probably aren't popular with part of the therapeutic community who says, wait, 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 wait. You know, a coach, they need to have some specific training, and they can't be in recovery. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can be in recovery, but who's going to assess whether they're healthy or not? And obviously, Doug, you have a belief in mankind that when people do the work, it works, and they're ready to help somebody else. I believe if you receive the medicine thoroughly and well, and you receive it and you do the work, that you are equipped to give the medicine away. And I don't care how old you are, what color you are, what religion you are, or what your body weight is. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Okay, if you, if you could I... do the work of recovery, you can then release that work. Absolutely. And I believe that, too. As a matter of fact, it was it was interesting because my best friend is one of the coaches that trained you. And, and she knew that I had gone into sexual addiction. And she called me and she said, oh, my gosh, I just worked with a man who's so effervescent and vivacious and he's so intelligent. And she told me who you were. And I go, oh, everybody knows who Doug Weiss is, everybody. And she says, yes. And he said he'd even help you build a practice. Now, the bad news is... I have more clients than I know what to do with, and I'm figuring out ways awesome. to actually consolidate that so that I can see more people in shorter amounts of time and help them to help themselves. So, well, I wish I could train you to. I could, I could train you to do intensives. You could get a lot done, but you, you might want to start thinking about either. So, just a little professional courtesy, but you either got to hire people and you know work it that way, or just bring some other colleagues and say, go through this training. It'll take you about, you know, 40 hours, it'll take you about 50 hours, so about a month if you really work it hard. Knock it out, 
let's get you certified. Let's let's build this thing. Let's multiply. Because I'm in a situation where I have a 6,000 square foot building. I've got 10 counselors on a regular basis. And we're going to sign the papers in a few weeks to build a 20,000 square foot building because I have wow. that much need. And so I'm just mm. I'm just getting more counselors. I'm just bringing more counselors on. And what's really well, fun I, is you, you would love this. I'd say half of my counselors have come from the recovering community, then going to groups and realizing that that gifts in them, and then they went to school and they became counselors. Oh, yeah, that is fantastic. We just grow our own. Let's talk about how people can get some of your resources. Let's first start with your tapes, which I've seen, your CDs, as well as your books. Talk about some of the books you've written and why. Okay. Well, the final freedom was, well, the first book of it was called Women Who Love Sex Sex. That book's not available anymore. It's now called Partners. But because uh, there wasn't much out there for the wives of sex addicts. So that started me writing. And it's mm-hmm. now called Partners Healing from His Addiction. And there's a, a 12-step for partners and then a 12-step workbook and also 100 exercises, which is like therapy in a box. So I wrote that because partners really needed support and help. And they needed to be believed in because I don't, you know, they're not, these women are the courageous, strongest women I know. They need to be respected for what they're going through. And, uh, and so, we, so we call them partners. And then it was that. Then I wrote The Final Freedom. That's the book that's been on Oprah and Dr. Phil and all those other things because it came out the week of Bill Clinton's scandal. I mean, that's when that book came out. And so it was just like a really supernatural timing. It really helped out and it was great. And, um, but that's a really uh, classic one on sex addiction. It has the six types, what to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's a hundred exercises and a step 12 step book for them. And they use that for support groups. You can use it individually. And then we have uh, a set for, she has a secret for female sex addicts. We have a set for intimacy and anorexia, a book, a workbook, and 12-step book. And that's the hardest 12-step book I've written. And then there's the married alone for the spouses of intimacy and anorexia because the pain of that is huge. And so uh, and then there's a book for adult children of sex addicts. And so on the sexual addiction thing, we covered most of the realm of that. You know, I think we need to do one on teens, but there's a little bit of work out there. Um, but um, so that's on sex. I've written five or six marriage books, the DVDs, Helping Your Heal, intimacy, anorexia, married loan, all that stuff. There's just a lot of stuff. And what's really cool is, because I know your audience is probably global. Um, it is, absolutely. It does, we it, have 280 so open downloads a week. That's 280,000 yeah. open downloads. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter if they're in Indonesia or Istanbul or uh, uh, Dubai. I have clients and, and people from all over the world. I actually have counselors I've trained in Singapore and other parts of the world as well. And um, that's really exciting. And they're having the same problem you're having. They, they, they are having too many clients. So it's a great niche for any counselor who wants to have a great practice. But so they can download everything I've written. I mean, everything has an ebook version to it. And so it doesn't matter where they are in the country and they don't spend all that money on shipping. So we try to make things access, accessible to people. Oh, we have to talk about the free app. Uh, Dr. Doug's okay. Tips. Okay, D-R-D-O-U-G-S Tips. It's a free app for sex addicts every day about recovery. Uh, there's a, 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 a part for the addict, and then there's a free uh, a segment for the spouses of sex addicts every day on their phone, and then one for their marriage every day on their phone. It's totally free. All they got to do is go to their app store and put in uh, D-R-D-O-U-G-S tips, and they'll go right to their phone every day. They just got to push a button, and they can get a tip. And, you know, when you're early in recovery, every little bit helps supports. We have free newsletter on um, sexaddict.com. I mean, we want people to get help. We really, really do. We just, we just see that sometimes people are just kind of 
you know, researching to find out what's out there, what's available. And if they can get some really solid advice up front, you know, that can make a big difference in the recovery as opposed to getting bad advice up front and taking two to five more years to figure it out. Absolutely. And, again, I want to forewarn our listening audience that it is sexaddicts.com, not sex addicts, because that will take yeah, you to the porn site. Sex yeah, they bought that after me. Oh, I'm sure yeah, they did. They did. Or Put the T there. And the T. Yeah, that's safer. DrDougWise.com is pretty safe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it gives all the books, all the programs, all the CDs. Um, you know, you have just made it your mission to educate on so many different levels. Well, we now, want to change the world. We want people to be free, whether they're in England or whether they're in Turkey. We want them to be free from sexual addiction. This is a disease that has a cure. You know what I'm saying? It has a cure. We know that it works, and it works every. It works in every country I've been in. It works in every place we've been in, and people get better. So we know the principles work. They're grounded in the, in the recovery movement, and the principles work, and they work everywhere. Which is just they work in Indiana, right? Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, <laughs> let me ask you something because clearly. When I got my certification, there were people that said, oh, boy, Carol, you know, if, if you really want to make a difference, you got to do EMDR. So I got certified in EMDR, and that really helps with trauma. And it does help with trauma. Childhood wounds. And then, you know, I had somebody who said, oh, you got to do the Feeling State Addiction Protocol by Dr. Robert Miller. And, you know, that works specifically with the links that may connect to the positive feeling as opposed to the sure. self-loathing yep. and the trauma. So I got certified in that. You know, I've just really worked hard and diligently to to make a difference. Your therapist, you said over half of them are in recovery, and then they got the certification to become recovery coaches. Yes, they were in recovery, and they said, hey, this is what I want to do for a living. So, But some of them are real therapists. They went and got their master's degree. You know, uh, so as far as that, some of them, uh, uh, we have uh, people in the coaching program all across the country because that's why I went to IPEC, you know, and I recommend they go to that. If they call my office, that's where we'll recommend they go. Um, and uh, because they get really, if you're going to do this for a living or try to do it in such a way to make a living, you really need to be a good coach. You really, you know, and then have the solid recovery background that the um, ASAP program gives you and, the, and the, the mature understanding of that process. Those two together, people are, they're, they're making a difference. And one more time, let's go over the initials of your certification program for our clinicians. You didn't say sure. ASACT. You said? A-A-S-A-T. A-A-S-A-T. A-S-A-T. Like SAT. Okay. And, they, and that certifies them to become sexual recovery therapists, if they're licensed therapists, or sexual recovery mm-hmm. coaches. And in about mm-hmm. three weeks, if they email me now, or, or send me some kind of, I'm also on LinkedIn. If they go to LinkedIn and say, hey, heard you on uh, on uh, Carol's show, and the, uh, then I will I will email them as soon as the program comes out. In about three weeks, it should be on my desk. And we are going to move so many of those because so many partners want to be helpful and they want to do this, but there's not really a lot of training for them at, at, a, at a coach level that they can go and do and actually start making a big difference in their cities. Well, I know that, and I say on my show all the time that it may be sex addicts that carry the shame, but it's partners that carry the pain. I mean, they're the ones that are traumatized by the lack of trust. Totally. So 
this is a way for well, them it damaged, to get Well, it hurts their sexuality. I mean, it hurts all of who they are as a woman. Now they have to keep secrets from their mom and dad and from their kids. I mean, the courage these women show, and that's one of the things I've been an advocate for the partner from the very beginning. And sometimes I take flack for it. And, some, and I don't care because these women are the true heroes. I mean, he's out there shooting off his bullets. He bludgeons his wife. And then he wants to be the victim? No way. <laughs> you know, she was validly traumatized, validly hurt, validly standing up and taking each bullet out of her chest and her body, throwing them down and still embracing the man who shot her. That's a love story. That's a hero story. Okay, and, was, and if the guy matures up and he becomes a, a strong man and he, and he can love her with integrity and keep, the, keep his word, that's a love story. And you can tell you know in my heart of heart, that's, just, that's what makes me tick. Well, and i got to tell you, I run a group for, for male sex addicts, and I do find that the men in my group do want to be that man. They yes, are they do. developing empathy. It's they in want them. to make a difference. It's in them. If you just get them off the sex addiction, they actually mature spiritually, emotionally, morally, and they become what's in their heart to become, a protector, a provider, a caregiver, a shoulder to cry on. Uh, a man with integrity, so when he's in the hotel room, he's not even thinking about doing something stupid. He wants mm-hmm. to be that kind of guy. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's in him. No, I absolutely agree with you. Um, and I always say, you know, I, I had run over 2,000 women's groups in my lifetime. And when I started wow. the sexual addiction group, I said to Patrick Carnes, he's the one who said, you know, Carol, you aren't really a good therapist unless you run a group. And I said, really? I said, but I'm a woman. And he said, don't even worry about that. These men come faithfully. They want mm-hmm. the support. They want to help each other. It's different than 12-step yep. work because obviously they get to cross-talk and help each other yep. and really share their story. Yep. I That's actually wrote a manual on how to, how to do sex therapy with um, sex addicts. So, you know, I really believe in this work. And, again, you are just an amazing person. 47 DVDs to train people. I mean, that's a lot of DVDs. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot of that was a lot of work. That was a lot of work, and it was worth it because I know what's going to happen with that. Uh huh. Now I don't mean to get personal, but I've been accused of being a workaholic, and I think I'm talking to one too. <laughs> no, you know I'm really not. I write on planes and in hotel rooms because I don't watch uh-huh. television, and uh-huh. um, I enjoy my family on the weekends unless I'm traveling and doing a conference somewhere. You know, because I do uh-huh. conferences across the country. But, you know, I don't feel like I've – some people have sacrificed, you know, family for their – I haven't done that. Now my kids are at college age, and now I'm ready to really rock and roll. Uh, so, um, you know, I've had a really good time. But I do get up sometimes at 3 or 5 o'clock. In the, I get uh, you know, early in the morning, I'll write, or I'll mm-hmm. work on a project, you know. But, you know, you only got one you got life. A lot I of energy. Well. You know, I got a lot I of energy. I don't, I, don't, I don't need a lot of sleep. No, because it's just not true. It's like I love people. And because I love people, I work because I love people. Workaholics oh, love know. work. You know what I'm saying? No, and you're, for you're me, exactly right. Exactly. You know, when we love what we do, and if we ha- do save time for our own families and our own our own pleasure, you know, there's clearly yeah, play absolutely. hard and work hard. Yeah. Yeah. So now, are there any downloads that are free on your site? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, yeah, there's okay. the free there's the, there's a free weekly newsletter that comes out free. That's that. The app is free, so it's not necessarily a download. Um, I'm looking where to. But, I'm but there's lots of stuff on on YouTube. If they go to YouTube, 
If they go to YouTube, there's there's lots of stuff with my name on it. You know, some of it's kind of professional, some of it's kind of uh, you know faith based or something like that. But they if they put in intimacy and anorexia on YouTube, they'll find stuff. If they if they put in Doug Weiss on YouTube, they'll find stuff. If they put sex addiction, Doug Weiss, they'll find stuff. Okay, and is it your newest book that says emotional fitness can change who you oh, are? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I want to send you a copy. Just send me your address because. You'll love that because it's it's not like a cognitive emotional approach. It's an uh-huh. affective emotional approach. I actually teach people how to uh, identify and hold an emotion and then actually be able to choose how to switch. And they're able to do that as they practice over the 60 days at will. So if they're really triggered by fear or anxiety or shame, they actually practice holding it and then switching it. And for addicts, their, their emotional development is so damaged they can accelerate it really quickly. And with intimacy and anorexics, oh my gosh, like if they really are damaged emotionally. And I, I run them through this protocol and it just works. And so um, that's a that's a phenomenal book. Um, uh, people really have liked it. Okay, so that is on his homepage. It's called Emotional Fitness um, from Challenging to Champion, from Challenge to Champion in 60 Days. And I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to ask for that book and we're going to, Go ahead and interview you and talk about that book after I've read it. That sounds fabulous. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a blast. And I appreciate what you're doing for the recovering community globally. I mean, you don't see the seeds and you don't see necessarily the aha moments. But, you know, if you travel around, you get to see your fruit. And I just want to let you know you've got lots of fruit all over the world. And I appreciate you laying down your hour and, you know, to do this show every week and to pour yourself out and to prepare and, you know, just be excited about the the people's lives that are being changed. Well, I really believe in disseminating information as globally as I possibly can, and I'm telling you, this is the only show on sexual addiction on iTunes. So, truly, people are good at, you know, YouTubing and putting things into mm-hmm. iTunes and coming up with what they need. So I applaud them for being able to find us. And, Dr. Doug Weiss, it has been a pleasure. I so appreciate you coming on so late, you thank Lisa for me. We will say Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, yeah, let me and give you a phone I... number real quick because some people are in America, okay? So they can yeah, call absolutely. 719- Yeah, they can call 719-278-3708, 719-278-3708 for those people who are in America or across the world who just want to call instead of email. All right. So but, yeah, I will tell Lisa. I'll tell Lisa thank you. Oh, absolutely. 278-3708. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. All right. Now, as we end for the show, is there one last message that you want to give people? Yeah, there is hope if you're willing to do the work. I've seen cases that thought they were they were uh, at their wit's end. They had no, nowhere to go. And I just wanted to tell you, if you'll start recovery one step at a time, one day at a time, one phone call at a time, you'll walk out of this and you'll become the person you were really made to be, which is what the world's waiting for. Thank you so much, and I look forward to talking with you again. You have a great weekend. Thanks again for your expertise. I will. Take care. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was Dr. Doug Weiss, and again, he said if you need to speak with him, his staff, if you want more information on Heart to Heart Counseling Center, that number is 719-278-3708, and it is drdougweiss.com. And if you want that other website, it is sexaddictsingularly.com. And let's face it, I mean, this is a person who really has put together a variety of programs 
to make your life better. And it comes from his heart. He's lived it. He knows the trauma. And he's worked very, very diligently to not only take your life to the next level, but to take it to the next level so that you can help other people. And that's what this is all about. I mean, there is no doubt about it. It is so imperative that we work on helping each other. So, as I was talking about those gifts, about being a sex addict, I cannot stress how if you work the program, it does work. And you are much more likely to be able to take your life to the next level when you get healthy. Dr. Weiss has programming that helps. You know that uh, sexhelp.com has programming that helps. It's all about making your life better. So thank you so much for tonight. And, to, you know, we have an expert on at least three out of four weeks. And next week we are going to be talking about the gifts of sexual addiction because they're out there and they make a difference. And you need to believe in yourself and know that you are living your best life. So as I end the show, I say to you, fearlessly have the courage to be yourself. And just know that you're listening to Sex Help with Carol the Coach. And I'll see you next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.